Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Three, two. Pebbles drill deep to left field. Going back, choice. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Swing and a drive to deep right, away back, goal! Jason Giambi has done it! Episode number 62, and yeah, yeah, Tommy 7, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Indians are fucking idiots. I'm doing a lot better than Zach Plesak right now, I'll tell you that. The Indians are fucking idiots, my friend. How are you? I'll wait. How are you? I'm great, better than Zach Plesak and Mike Levenger. A couple idiots on that team. Yeah. So, Plesak, I get it. He went to Northern Illinois. He's So, they were in Chicago. If you don't know, Zach Plesak and Mike Clevenger, Clevenger break protocol, go out in downtown Chicago. Um, Plesak found out before Clevenger, uh, or was found out and discovered that he went out before Clevenger. Um, Indians make Cle- uh, Plesak get a rental car home, and which is funny as fuck. Um, and then apparently hold a team meeting in which Clevenger defended Plesak and then on the flight home, oh yeah, hey, hand up, I went out too. Okay, so a couple things to unpack here. First, the rental car enterprise, we will pick you up. They should do the ad reads for every Indians game moving forward. Yeah. Um, amazing. Must have got lost in his feelings on the way back with the Uber driver, whoever fucking drove him. Oh no! I hope I hope it wasn't an Uber. I hope that he. You had think a, he drove the car? Yep. I hope he went Ted Mosby and Marshall Erickson, uh, thousand miles on repeat, playing Zitch Dog, fucking. <laughs> See, I think it was even funnier if he's like in the back seat with some fucking guy that just a thousand dollar Uber. It's a seven hour drive from Chicago to Cleveland. That's why I, I haven't gone and visited El Presidente yet. I'm I sorry, know. not El or El Jefe. Sorry. No, I know it's uh, it's it's not a it's not a short fucking trip, um, which is why I I really hope that he wasn't driving himself. I think it's even funnier to imagine him as just like a little child in the back seat for seven <laughs> hours and not knowing what to say to whoever's driving him. So that makes it better for me in my mind. That's fair. Um, let's then, let's do it. Let's do a quick quick tangent about rideshare real quick. You really are you a talker in rideshares or are you a nah, no okay no, you. No. Are you a throw the AirPods in and just, I'm just going to, I'm going to make this, I'm going to, like, you know what I mean? Like, just, I'm going to have my music in, you're going to drive, I'm going to sit back here, let's shut the fuck up and have a good time. So, yes and no. Yes, I, I if I have headphones on me and I'm ready to go, I'll put those in, because I, I, like, I don't like to deal with it. This, I'm, obviously, this is pre-COVID, I don't do ride shares anymore. Obviously, yeah. Um, We're assuming this is a non-COVID situation. Yeah, I don't want to be like fucking Mike Clevenger right now and, and come <laughs> clean and say I've been ride sharing this whole time since March, but... Uh, no, so usually I put the AirPods in. However, if it is a good conversation that I'm not going to partake in, but I want to listen into, 
I will turn the phone volume down to zero. Mm. Um, I did hear a spicy breakup once uh, about three, four years ago now. Uh, so definitely had to listen to that whole exchange. It was hilarious. She actually ended up getting so she he, the guy stayed in the car. Also didn't move down one seat. Uh, stayed in the middle seat right next to me. It was very awkward. Ooh. Um, but we had to drop her off like halfway through the ride share. Oh, you did a group uh, Uber. Oh yeah. I mean, well, this was like this was one of those random ones where someone just got in. Uber pool. That's what it's called. That's yeah. Uber pool. Um, so yeah, they, they dumped in the Jeep or jumped in the deep end, I should say. And, uh, it was, it was, uh, one that you had to listen to because wow, there was some verbal barbs being thrown around and, uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of wish the guy fucking moved over one seat, but I could tell he was going through some shit. So it's, it, it was fine with me. Um, you know, shoulder to cry on in that case, definitely not a dick to ride on. So we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Wow. Um, yeah, that is that's quite the story. Um, I love that. But I, the the point of this is, even if you are a talker in rideshare, you have what twenty minutes of material. If Not that, even. I would say yeah, like I maybe say, ten. If that. I can't imagine in your scenario a seven hour ride where, oh, no. <laughs> where you're like, so. How long have you been driving for insert rideshare company here? <laughs> cool. Yeah, so do you do both? Oh, that's cool. Cool, 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 cool. Which do you like better? Yeah, yeah, that's sick. That's sick. Cool. cool. Oh, you pitched for the Indians and you broke protocol? Oh, okay. Tell me about that. <laughs> so how long have you been a professional pitcher? <laughs> well, think of it. So actually, you know what? It would have been masterful by the Indians to like have, if it was, like, obviously we don't know if it was an Uber pool. We could probably find that out. But imagine if it was an Uber pool and this guy has to drive seven hours and picking up people ad hoc as the oh, little ad. Like, that's, um, that's more of a punishment than anything because A, yeah. you extend the trip, and then B, you just put these random fucking people in the car with Zach Plesak as he's just in his thoughts thinking how he fucked up. All right, so I would say if it was non-COVID season, I would encourage that. That should be his punishment. Major League Baseball needs to think, or, or just teams – because money becomes meaningless to these guys. At some point when you're making millions and millions of dollars, a $50,000 fine does nothing. No. You need to find ways to punish these guys to truly have it make an impact. So here's here's my suggested here's my suggestion. Zach Plesak has to drive Uber, Uber Pool for two weeks and has to have a sign on the seat that says, please talk to me. So, essentially, you're making him Randy Dobnak from the Twins. Bingo. Bingo. That's not a bad punishment. My other idea is you could sign him up to be a stagehand for the Ella DeGeneres show because <laughs> I think that might inflict more emotional trauma <laughs> upon him. Jesus Christ. We're back, baby. <laughs> Episode 62 is off to a hot start, huh? I love it. I love it. Also, um, so Mike Clevenger, frustrating, his element of it. Um, He's going to miss a start now against Mm -hmm. the Cubs because, you know, you can throw away starts in a 60-game season. Why why wouldn't you? Yeah. Plutko will start in his place. Whatever. Fucking stupid. The thing that bothers me the most, I think, is the fact that you have a guy in your clubhouse, on your pitching staff, with a extremely compromised immune system 
in, I don't know, the cancer survivor yep. in uh, Carlos Carrasco. So why in the ever-living fuck do you think, if you're Mike Clevenger, because again, let's let's say the, that the, the, the rumors are true and Police Act did just go out with, with close friends and family. Mm-hmm. Let's say this guy actually did, or like, like why? Are, if you're Mike Clevenger, why the fuck are you even going out? Well, so I'm, I'm thinking. I don't think this is a, a galaxy brain take. I'm sure he probably went out with Plesak, or met up with Plesak. I understand that, but why are you even going? That's, well, that, that's, I mean, that's the other thing. They were in Chicago, right? Everything's yeah. fucking closed. Where the hell did you go, Denny's? Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, what are you doing? I don't give up Grand Slams. I just eat them. That's a great. That's a great fucking promo for them. <laughs> that's pretty good. But the other thing that really like irks me about that, and you're right to touch on the Carrasco thing. I didn't even think about that. Is he waited until they were all enclosed on a fucking plane, where it's to go like, hand up? <laughs> and he stood up for him in the in the meeting. Well, that should have been a red flag right there because yeah. it's like, okay, Mike, what are, what are you not telling us? Yeah. Man, that's, it's, just fr- it's just frustrating as fuck. Well, this is, why, this is why baseball should have done a bubble. This is another reason why they should have done a bubble. I don't know if that would have stopped them from going out, but I know it's easier to contain once you figure out what happened rather than having them get on planes with a fucking cancer survivor. Um in an enclosed cabin, it's there's yeah. it's, it's mind-boggling to me how I don't want to say irresponsible, but I'll just say fucking stupid that both of them are knowing that there's strict precautions that they signed on to play that the MLBPA fought for that the reason we're playing right now for sixty games is because dumb fucks like everyone in this union fought for this protocol. And you can't even follow that simple guideline. So, yeah, I mean, at some point, you just have to send him in a fucking Uber for seven hours back to Cleveland. I don't get it. I just, I don't understand how you, how people, and not just Mike Clevenger, because it's it, like, this is more than baseball. Just people are being so fucking irresponsible right now. And I just don't get it. I Listen, I mean, if people keep getting sick, I mean, we're going to keep, Getting lockdowns and restrictions, so... At some point, even the person who thinks it's the fakest of fake has to go, well, shit's not changing, so I might as well just play along. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if you don't believe everything you're hearing, just fucking... Listen, if, if everyone were to be on the same page for even, like, a month, just imagine. It'd have such an impact. Imagine. It, it would have a huge impact. And, and I get it. It's America. Everyone has their liberties. I understand that argument. I'm just saying, we're, I'm at the point now where if this fucking baseball season ends because of shit like this, I said it a couple episodes ago, this is like getting blue balls from Gal Gadot. I, I cannot deal with having that. Well, Jeff Passan said on the Pat McAfee show today, he doesn't think MLB finishes the season. I don't think he's wrong at this point. I, I don't mean, either. Look what's happened in the first three weeks. I don't get how you could... Like, honestly say, oh, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. The Cardinals still haven't fucking played. Um, The Marlins are the hottest team in baseball. They are, but I mean, that's a great curtain call by me. But, um, yeah, Marlins are hot right now. But, again, like, if 
the Cardinals are a great example right now. They can't even fucking get on the field because they keep testing positive. Uh, if you have one team that just, you know, catapults their season into the sun, it affects every other team because the schedule gets fucked. No one can play enough games. And before you know it, the Passan's right. The season just probably would end. And we're on track right now to have that happen if we can't make up these games. There's there's less than 45 days left in this season, or 45 games left in the season, so I guess 46 days or whatever, give or take. We're getting to that point now where it, it truly becomes more of a sprint than anything because now we have to try to make up all these games. I don't care how many seven-inning doubleheaders you do. Uh, it's going to compromise the end result, and we're already seeing it play out. Yeah. I, I, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I really don't have much to add. That's that's pretty pretty true. Um, it's just it's just so frustrating to think about. Um, on a more fun note, the, the Astros still have a target on their back. That's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe if uh, I'm gonna say it, maybe the Cardinals should just cough on all the baseballs that the Astros are going to use to warm up with. Biological warfare. Biological warfare. It. Working smarter, <laughs> not harder. Exactly. I, this is this is the energy we need. All right. So, give the Astros COVID and then throw at their heads. Yeah, because they're going to be too weak to dodge out of the fucking... Yep, fe- bingo. Yeah, there yep, we go. Love all right. Um, <laughs> if you've been under a rock, Ramon Laureano... Uh, went fight night at the Apollo on the entire Astros team after being hit for the second time by the guy that he got traded for. And I think it was a athletics analyst said it was the smartest move the A's ever made or something like that. Something to that effect. Yeah. I'll find the the exact quote. I think he said it was the savviest move. It was something to that effect. Um, but then the guy, he got hit earlier in the game. Then the guy he gets traded for or got traded for, I should say, hits him with a slider that just does not spin or span a, spun a bunch, but didn't move. Mm -hmm. Guy kind of, or Loriano kind of takes offense to it. You can see him kind of going, eh, like make that thing break, like get out there, um, and snap it, blah, blah, blah. And then they need to be separated and then Alex Cintron the Astros hitting coach comes out of the dugout and is jawing left and right at uh or I'm sorry yeah he was hit by the by the slider by the guy he got traded for I'm thinking of two separate separate incidents because there's two times he got hit yeah there was a couple things here um but Cintron comes out of the dugout is kind of John basically says, "Come on, come, come at, come at me." Then, Loriano freaks out and charges him, and then uh, Cintron turtles behind his team. This was the best display of like a real life Eric Hartman defense I've ever seen in my life on Cintron's part. Like. Talk shit all you want, and the second someone comes at you, you just fucking hide behind your mommy. Like that, he was like Eric yeah. Hartman from South Park. That was here's, just here's pitiful. the quote. Here's the, it was from Dave Stewart, and he said, 
This was a smart move. Houston, thank you once again, you cheaters. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, and then they th- they go fisticuffs. And, I mean, I don't know. Loriano says he regrets the scuffle. Um, no, he doesn't. <laughs> quote, I don't take what he said very lightly, and I don't think anybody would. It's just a tough situation. I reacted that way, unfortunately, during very hard times when it comes to, comes to social distancing during the pandemic. I look like a not very smart guy when you're emotional, especially about your mother. It's just tough. So, allegedly, Cintron made comments um, about his mother is what I'm getting there. Then you have every right. Yeah, I mean, here's what here's what Martin uh, Ga- ooh, Galigos? Galagos? Gallagos? Ga- yeah, Gallagos, maybe. Uh, what, he says, while... Well, well, while Loriano maintained that he only charged toward Astros hitting coach Alex Cintron as a result of the coach yelling offensive remarks about his mother, he admitted Monday afternoon that he let his emotions get the best of him. Acknowledged it was irresponsible to do, especially during a time, which is the quote that followed. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. What what the fuck could Cintron even be saying about his mom at that point? Well, that's what I don't understand. Like, Cintron, like, dude, you're, you're a coach. Like, shouldn't you lead by example? You would um, think. You would, I mean, again, it's the Astros we're talking about. Scummiest fucking team on planet Earth. But Cintron did have a playing career, too, an eight-year career. Um, mostly with the, the Diamondbacks, two with the White Sox, one with Baltimore, one with Washington. Uh, a career 275 hitter, actually. Oh, okay, so not terrible. So not terrible. Played 680 games over nine years. Yeah, yeah. 270, 275 hitter, I mean... There's a, there's, there's a reason we've never heard of this guy. A career minus 2.2 war. That's There you go. <laughs> <laughs> How bad do you have to be defensively to be a career 275 hitter and still be minus 2.2? Um, what, what position do you play? Second base. That's, that's, that's even worse. Um, Actually, it doesn't even say shortstop, second base, third. Let's see. I mean, the fuck is 4-H? Um, oh, age indi- indicates games as a pinch hitter or pinch runner. <laughs> so there you go. I, <laughs> the majority of his appearances came as a pinch hitter. So he's a fucking scrub. That's um, so fucking funny. Here's the thing, though. If, if you're a coach, and like I understand, it's like some coaches, like Phil Nevin over the weekend got into it with Angel Hernandez. Like that's different. It's an umpire. Uh, if you're a coach and you get into it with a player on the opposing team, and then you start talking about their family or their mother. You're just a pile of garbage. Um, but then again, the garbage definitely goes in the trash cans, which the Astros have been known to frequent. So Zing! This all makes sense now. Uh, I have no problem with Lor. I don't give a fuck about social distancing in that case. I have no problem with Loriano. Yeah, dude, if you're talking about my mom, we're throwing fists. Yeah, like you can run at him like Gerard Butler going against the Persians in fucking 300 at that point. Like if you want to just rip his fucking face off, go for it. Um, yeah. The only thing I wish is that Somehow, some way, he could have inflicted some pain on Carlos Correa or Jose Altuve or one of these other guys to yep. really make it worth it. Because if you're going to get your money's worth, at least, like, throw a couple of fucking punches. Um, and I know, you know, because of COVID, they had to stop it. But I really, well, they were going to stop it anyway. But I really wish something else happened out of this. That being said, I mean, Jose Altuve is doing enough damage to himself with his swing. He's hitting a buck 82. No, I know. And that, he that's couldn't fine hit me. water if he fell out of a boat right now. That's fine with me. I, I think, um, listen, I, the Astros, 
They lost Cole. They lost Verlander. They're they're still a good team, but you can see what happened. Hey, they're not cheating anymore. I would fucking mm-hmm. hope not. Um, pumping in crowd noise. See, for every Astros game, I wish they just wouldn't pump in crowds. Like, I think that would be... They should pump in booze. No, don't pump in anything. Just let them play in silence. And that's their... Like, that's part of their punishment. Because, God forbid, you hear a waste management bin getting fucking hit. You know where to look. (laughs) That's true. That is true. Um, Another thing that, that jumped out to me about Altuve specifically... Kate up the other day, slammed his bat, but grabbed it by the barrel to slam the handle. Is it because he he doesn't think he can sl- uh, break a bat? Because he's so widow. That's what I'm saying. Did he? <laughs> is, does he honestly? I, I I feel like he did it because he do, doesn't think he could actually break a bat. Well, dude, he's he's a fucking Teletubby. Look at him. He's you know <laughs> he's five two. I'm you know he's still a great baseball player. I'm not gonna shit on him, but I should. Um... Yeah, I, I have no problem. Like, he, he's just not a big guy. He definitely knew he couldn't break it the other way. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, Reds, planning for fans. Apparently, they have a plan in place with the city and their county to have fans at games. I, I mean, first of all, let's talk about this. Is it the city and the county's responsibility, or does MLB have to greenlight that first? No, I think it's the city and the county, um, just be, because there is no bubble, right? So, when you look at it geographically, so right now, probably not wise to have games with fans in Miami. Um, I don't really know. I mean, you're from Ohio, so you would know more than me, but I haven't heard That's Southern much. Ohio, dude. Cincinnati's basically Kentucky. Okay, so, I mean, even so, like, I haven't heard too much about, you know, that area being a, a hotspot. Or, or I mean, like I know that. Northeast Ohio does have some some trouble, uh, but you know, counterpoint, we have one of the best hospitals in the country in the Cleveland Clinic here. So mm-hmm. if you're in the area, why wouldn't you come to to, to the county I'm in, Hamilton County, uh, which is where Cincinnati is. Apparently, just has record just reported 60 new cases on Sunday. I actually read that stat wrong. I thought it was I thought it was 60 cases total. And I was like, yeah, well, let's have some fucking fans then. Yeah. But no, it was just 60 new ones on Sunday alone. Well, I think so, 60 even is small enough where... Yeah, it's a small enough number. Yeah. Um, the plan, if implemented, allows a portion of fans to return in either September or for the playoffs. Details of the plan, such as how many fans are allowed in the situation, are unknown. Great Park, Great American Ballpark's capacity is 42,319. Okay, so let's say, you know, even... Let's go with the Rakuten Monkeys approach, because we haven't had the Monkeys in a while. Let's no, or sure. haven't talked Monkeys in a while. CBL went a thousand, then five thousand, then full. Fair, but let's also remember we're in the uh, United States of America, where you have to go, here to go home. So, hundred percent. Let's say they start conservatively, and let's let's say it's, I don't know, twenty percent, right? You're looking at roughly eighty-five hundred fans at the game, spread out across the stadium. It's a small stadium too. Like this is not. A cathedral by any means. Great American yeah. Ballpark is a fucking bandbox. So let's say you have eighty five hundred. It's, it's a. I mean, it holds forty two thousand. No, I know, but you know, like the dimensions of it, it just doesn't look big. So that's fair. That's fair. And that's my point. I think if you even spread out, it feels pretty big when you're there. I'll give credit. I like. I like Great American Ballpark a lot. All right. Well, 
I'm just. I think the optics yeah. I, I, of I, it, I get what you're saying. I'm 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 poking holes to, to be an asshole. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you can never be an asshole. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> no, I think even if you have between 8,500 and 10,000 vans in a, in a ballpark that holds 42,000, and they're spread across because I think it's like the outfield looks barren anyway. I think it's just all bleachers anyway. Um, yeah. So if you had them down the first and third baselines and some behind home plate staggered out, it would look fine. Um, so I, I don't know if that takes into account any of the planning, but I'm just I think 20% is a number that I if I'm if I'm thinking like Americans would you want to get as many people there as you can. MLB wants as much revenue as they can for gate holders and all that. Um, that's what they're looking at. They're looking at just money. They're not looking at people anymore. It's, it becomes a, a, a statistic of you know how much I can make if I open this up. Uh, we are definitely not going to get to a point based on the timeline they're looking at anyway. We're definitely not going to get to that point where you're looking at even close to 50% capacity. Uh, even if it's the playoffs, it doesn't matter. It, it's just we're not there yet as a country, and we're not going to get there until 2021. So... I think you want to get as many people as you can now, uh, or I should say in September and, you know, a few weeks and, and just see how it goes. Because the first, the the worry is if Cincinnati makes the playoffs, which they definitely could. Um, and now they have home field advantage. Now they have, yeah, you have home field advantage. And then you look at some other teams that could potentially, you know, wade the waters and try to figure that out. Like I think New York is a good example. Um, seemingly kind of, non-existent COVID is over there now. Boston, maybe, although I'm in Mass right now, and I can tell you that the news here keeps telling me there is an uptick in cases. I haven't seen the data to back it up. That's like exponential growth, but, you know, they'll be cautious. But then there's other areas where, you know, if you're a playoff team and you're in a market that can sustain it, then it gives an unfair advantage. So I don't know how that would work or if they would just play all the games there. and fl- You know what I mean? It's just it becomes- that's, what, that's why I wondered... If MLB, um, if MLB can come in and say, you know, one, it's it's one or it's all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that's the problem though, is because it, it, at the end of the day, it is it's a state government. That's the thing. It's a state government call. Um, so the state of Ohio can call it. So if they give the green light to Cincinnati for the county, then who's to say Cleveland doesn't get that as well? Um, same thing with like neighboring states like Michigan. Like, okay, does Detroit now get it? I doubt it, but because every governor is so different in the way they've approached the lockdowns, it's tough to track. But I, I understand thinking that MLB should get the green light, but then it also undermines normal citizens that haven't had privileges in seven months or, you know, at yeah. that point, seven months. So you're looking at an exponential problem that arises saying, okay, so these guys can play sports and I can go to a fucking baseball game but I can't go to my office. Like that, yeah. There's a huge debate that's going to follow, so I think you just have to take it county by county, city by city, and just and do what's best. And if they follow suit with the rest of the protocols, I have no problem with it. But if it becomes this thing, you open Pandora's box, and then it just turns into a giant partisan debate around what and what we can't do. So that's my fear with it. Agreed. I, I 100% agree that there's a way to do it, I'm just I, I'm interested with all the stuff going um, around it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I will say this though: if you are planning, if you're lucky enough to live in Cincinnati, I can't believe I just said that. Yikes! <laughs> if uh, let me say this: if have we you, talked about the about the Reds trying to troll the Indians? By the way, 
Oh yeah, we could get to that. But I'm okay. just saying. I, I do want to get to that. If you're again, I'll say it. If you're lucky enough to be in Cincinnati, if they can have baseball fans, I will say this. I would hope that you use SeatGeek because you don't want to get ripped off getting a ticket for the resale market. Well, right now, if you were to do this, let's say September, I'm getting ready to go to the game. Uh, you know, limited capacity. I want to get the best price I can. I'm gonna go on SeatGeek. You can look at it. It's color coded. It's easy. Green, yellow, red. Check to see what the price is, the best price available. Take advantage of that. You could be one of those lucky 8,500 or whatever number I fucking threw out there. But you got to type in our promo code breakdown, BRKDWN. That's BRKDWN for $20 off your first purchase. So these ticket prices, Tommy, I think they're going to be astronomically high. So I would assume you would want something like SeatGeek to protect you from that. Yeah, I absolutely would want SeatGeek. Are you kidding me? These these prices are going to be through the roof. Get 20 bucks off. Absolutely. Save some cash, get a mask at the ballpark. Oh, get a nice Trevor Bauer mask. Get a drone. Who knows? Get a, get a drone mask. There we go. Or get a mask so you don't have to smell that god-awful dog shit they call chili pasta. Or whatever the fuck they want to call <laughs> it. Skyline Dude, it's fucking terrible. They don't have those up in, in mass. No, we don't, we don't serve dog shit on a plate. We have a couple that, that, that try to migrate north to, to Cleveland, and I, I've never attempted it. I don't want diarrhea. I have enough diarrhea as is. I have hit my limit. Yeah, well, I think uh, also it's probably not good. I, I, who knows? Maybe COVID spreads easier through diarrhea. I don't know. I, you know. I mean, it's, I, I you could tell me that the cure for COVID is in Skyline Chili, and I think I'd still take my chances. <laughs> uh. But but the Reds tweet out and they say they they tweet a picture of Cleveland, which if you've ever been to Progressive Field, it is scenic. You got a nice view of the skyline from the ballpark. Skyline chili or the skyline? The Cleveland skyline. Jerk. <laughs> um, get a nice view of that diarrhea chili. You get a nice... It's, it's, I, I really, really, truly love the view of the city of Cleveland from Progressive Field. And they tweet out that and they say, Ah, Cleveland, city so nice, LeBron left it twice. And... Then, in honor of LeBron, the Indians hold them scoreless for 23 straight innings. Well, there you go. Fuck you, Cincinnati. I don't know why Cincinnati's like stirring the pot all of a sudden. I don't know why Cincinnati thinks they have a right to stir the pot. Yeah, they've been pretty bad the last, I don't know, feels like 10 years. They're bad as a city. Yeah, I've, I've never heard a good thing said about Cincinnati. This is coming from a guy from Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland, I think, is very slept on. However, I understand that Cleveland is going to be the punching bag of jokes. Well, for but the next least, week. What? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the punching bag for a while. Uh, but especially for the next week. But to say, boy, at least, at least people make jokes about Cleveland. People forget Cincinnati's a thing. People forget that Cincinnati exists. That's a great point. Um, Cincinnati's North Kentucky, and you can't tell me otherwise. Hey, I'm not going to argue. I think uh, I think Cincinnati, A for effort trying to troll, but your city is known for diarrhea chili and bad sports teams. So Bingo. Bingo. Not, not much going on over there. 
Congrats on Joe Burrow. Sick. All right. Um, let's talk about my other nemesis, Marcus Stroman. I don't hate the move. I don't want to. I don't want to defend Marcus Stroman because I think I, I I have my problems with him. But I like the move actually. He opted out. If you didn't know, he opted out for the remainder of the season. Uh, citing coronavirus concerns. Oh yeah, it's the day after he he notched enough service time to be eligible for free agency. Yeah. Um. Smart. Smart move by him. When you think about it, this Stroman trade, as so many things the Mets do, it blew up in their face. Uh, They traded some pretty good prospects to the Blue Jays for Marcus Stroman. It amounted to 11 starts for a third-place finish last year. Not to mention he didn't throw a pitch in 2020. Exactly. So you got 11 starts out of him, and you finished in third place. Um, Not great. Also... He was coming off a, a, an injury. He was rehabbing. And, I mean, if you thought this guy was going to be, like, a spark plug down the stretch of a 60-game season when he's not stretched out fully and hasn't thrown a fucking pitch, uh, you're delusional, A. And then, B, this is also coming off the heels of UN assessment is just ghosting the fucking team. So the Mets have some real issues. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're the Mets just irritate. Well, so here's the thing though: if if you're Brody, do you now look at this like fuck? I just lost two of two guys that I was really counting on. I want to say two of your better players because they're the Mets, and that's I mean, unless you're Jacob Degrom, you are not good. Um, but now, like, are you pressured to make a move in this? Do you think there's there's a pressure on them now? Because I feel like we have we're gonna, we're gonna have this conversation every year with the Mets because they're never they're mediocre at best they're never they middle that's the thing they're not good they're not bad they're j- they just they exist. middle they exist and they exist and and that is going to it, it's gonna leave them in this spot every year where we have to have the conversation are should they or shouldn't they and I think the Mets just need to suck like actually go for the sucking. Embrace the suck, embrace the shit. Be the meme of the MLB, which they already are. But actually, like, full-fledged go for it. And be under, like, understand the fact that you need to be, to to, to experience the dark to to actually go into the light. And the Mets are afraid of the dark right now. (laughs) To, To... draw out this analogy which has lost its steam well to keep going on to play on the dark analogy ever since the dark knight left that team it's been nothing but bad and i'm talking about matt harvey um ever since he lost his way this team has sucked and they've had they're weird they have these weird streaks in them where they can play competent baseball for like a month and then it just goes to shit. But in this type of season, and again, this is Brody's second full season. Well, I don't want to say full, but second officially full season. Officially unofficially. Because 60 games, I'm not counting as a full season. I don't care. Um, but now, Unless the Yankees win the World Series. Unless the Yankees win the World Series, I'm not counting it. But it, Or the Marlins, because I, I took out a little, little bet on them. But if... The, if the Mets are in this position where, because the NL is going to, who knows with 
the game schedule, the games played. The Marlins are still in first place. I just checked. Um, and, and clearly, it, they shouldn't be. It should be the Braves. But if you look at it and the standings are agreeing with you to say, okay, we can go on like a five-game winning streak. We could potentially be knocking at the door. Mm-hmm. If you're Brody, that's appetizing enough because most people view this as a regular season anyway. Like, they just want to win. Um, you can't, like, it's tough to dispute if you make the playoffs that you deserve to make it or didn't, even in a short season. Brody needs to make a move happen that pays off for his team. He's lost you in a suspicious. He made that stupid trade for Edwin Diaz, who's not even a closer anymore. Robinson Cano's hurt again. Marcus Stroman, you got 11 stars out of him, and you didn't make the playoffs last year after you gave up a shit ton of prospects. Uh, you need to make a move. You have to do something to give some type of a message. Spark. Yeah, something like a, a spark, a message, anything to just show the fans like, hey, we're, we're trying here. Uh, because I, I don't think Brody has the longest leash, especially if the Mets are trying to sell the team because whoever takes ownership of that team, they don't have, have any ties to anyone on this fucking team in the front office. They'll get rid of him in a second if they can. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of feel bad for Brody. I don't. I think he's an idiot. So I like. I, really I think haven't. he's an idiot too. But like, man, you couldn't have predicted this. I I beg to differ. I think uh, he listen. He he's a super agent. He came into this trying to make super agent moves, and just adding payroll is not how to do it. That's a page out of Dombrowski's. He is like the Bizarro Dombrowski, because he he takes on contracts of veterans that are past their prime. Um. Or he'll make stupid trades for players that don't move the needle, like Stroman. I think Stroman's a, a good pitcher. I don't think he was the ace that you needed. He's not an ace. I think he was the best pitcher on a, on a bad team when he was with the Blue Jays. Mm, that's fair. So I think when you put him behind DeGrom and Syndergaard. a good pitcher. hey No, he's not. <laughs> Tommy's fuck. Stroman takes her back. I, he's, he's good. He's a serviceable three, great four. Uh, but he's nothing more than that, in my opinion. So I mean, the biggest name three in MLB could be, yeah, could be. That's why he wears six times two. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think if you're gonna make these moves, one of them has to pay off, and I think Brody's gonna have to make another one, or at least he's gonna have that pressure to make another one. Let's see if it pays off. If it doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out after this year. Yeah, I, w- I can't say it would surprise me. It's a good point. That's a good point. Um, Cardinals can't stay out of their own way. The Cardinals Tiger series postponed due to COVID. They really gambled on this one, huh? Heyo, 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 heyo! We just need the the, the reggaeton horn for every every cheat. <laughs> from a friend. The ham horn. What's that? I think it's called the ham horn, right? Uh, yeah, ham Is horn. It? I th- yeah. I always thought it was called the reggaeton, but whatever. Uh sure. <laughs> They can't get out of their own way. I mean, do we have anything to say on this? They just need to fucking stop. Well, I don't know what's going on because, I, like, unlike the Marlins, I think the Marlins actually did it. So the Marlins fucked up, but they did a really good job of preventing any further outbreaks because now we're seeing them play baseball again. And they're playing really mm-hmm. good baseball too, might I add. Um, the Cardinals, on the other hand, for whatever – I don't know what it is, if it's, if it's from the top down, but they, for whatever reason, they can't get on the same page – and stop testing positive. I don't know if they're going out with Zach Plesac, if they met him out in Chicago, um, you know, tying man buns and Mike Clevenger. Yeah, they could have been with Clevenger. 
Um, I don't know what's going on, but tying man <laughs> for whatever reason, this team is still testing positive and it's impacting more and more games. Uh, the, the weekend series against the Tigers have to get postponed. All these postponements, I think if you look at it, I think it adds up to like seven to eight games missed or for seven to eight games you're going to have to potentially make up. So there's going to be a lot of double headers in the last week of August. Like, they're going to be playing a, a, a youth tournament-like schedule yeah. where they're playing eight games in, in three days. I know. Th- this is this shit's about to look like... You're right. It's going to look like a fucking tournament. Um, and, and I don't know how they're going to make it up. I really don't. Because it impacts the Cardinals, A, but it also has impacted the Tigers now. Whoever the Cardinals are going to play after the Tigers, before... There's a lot of bullshit that's happening right now. I think it was the Brewers. It was before that. So, you know, all these teams need to get near or around 60 games in order to qualify for the playoffs. At what yeah. point do you just punish the team that fucked up and just say... You're banned. You're, you're not playing this year. Like... Yeah. I, you can you can make it work with 29 teams. You don't need an even 30. You can find a way to do doubleheaders with the teams that are smart enough not to contract COVID and spread it around like wildfire. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There needs to be a more responsible approach from top to bottom. This is coming from, from somebody who's a fan of a team of probably some of the most irresponsible guys right now. <laughs> well, did you play season-long fantasy this year, buddy? I didn't. Oh, yeah, I did, unfortunately. You did? Yeah. How, how fucked has your team been by COVID? So I had a few. I didn't have any Cardinals players, thank God, but I had a few Marlins players. I had a few Phillies players. Uh, so I'm still playing catch-up from that shit. Okay. Um, I didn't, again. And there's a reason for that, because I'm back on the Thrive Fantasy Train. And you don't get fucked by COVID, because it's daily. It's, it's you're, you're in it with $2 games, $5 games, $10, $100. Thrive Fantasy is a match for you. The concept's simple. Choose an over and under on a player's given stat for that night. Earn points based on the props that you guess correctly. If you combine your props to one of the highest scoring lineups, you win, you cash in. So whether, again, $2, $10, $5, $20, I think there's some 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 $200 games in there too. Thrive Fantasy's got a match for you. Thrive Fantasy can be downloaded from the Apple and the Google Play Store. Use our code breakdown, that's B-R-K-D-W-N, and receive 10 free dollars when you deposit 10 through PayPal. Thrive Fantasy, prop up with us. Love it. Do you have a curtain call this week? Hmm. I was gonna if, double, if you don't, if you don't, we can we can skip it. I was gonna double down on the Marlins, but I think the curtain call this week is don't. We're, so my curtain call is not a curtain call, but just a message to all the players out there: wash your butts. Wash your butts. Uh, don't go out and celebrate after with when nothing is around to celebrate at. Uh, just fucking follow the rules, please. I just want to see baseball. Please don't fuck it yep. up for me. Yep, I'm there. That, that That's a team curtain call. Wash your butts. Smell ya. We're out. See ya.